Hi, everyone, and welcome to I Am Health is Wealth with Dr. Delal Akuri. Uh, Dr. Akuri, I know you're excited about the show today, aren't you? Always excited to work with you. Always. It's, it's fun. It's going to be a fun conversation. And we're going to continue with cancer treatment. You know, I think what I've learned is when I thought about the great things you do, I thought is to prevent cancer most of the time. But at times, some people come with cancer. And a lot of people think there's only one treatment. You, got, you provide cancer treatment as well. And we're going to dive a little deeper today, aren't we, into cancer treatment? Absolutely. I mean, I, I dedicated my life to find best answers for cancer. I dedicated my entire life to, find, to give hope for cancer. I dedicated my entire life to make a difference in people's lives. I would never forget that I lost my dad when I was 17 to pancreatic cancer. And it was, it was a life changer for me. I left my two sons at home. One was two and a half years old and the other one was not even a year old. And it was the most painful thing I've ever done. And I promise you, it was even harder than losing my dad. I'm sure. And when I reunited with my boys here in the US a year and a half later, and when my youngest son did not even know who I was and he was crying, trying to get away from me, I was broken. I was heartbroken. I was crying. But I asked myself again and again, would I do it again? No. And yes, I would. You would, okay. Because my mission was to make a difference. And I believed that I tried my very best to make a difference. And I also see the gift of seeing my boys, one a doctor now in the US, oh. and my other one is a PhD in artificial intelligence. Right. I did not ever know that this can happen, but I'm grateful beyond gratitude. Okay. All right. Now you're going to break things down more than I've ever heard anyone break down specific things that you provide at, at your practice. What is IPT and is it an effective as a cancer treatment? IPT stands for insulin potentiation therapy or using insulin as a biological modifier in order for us to be able to be more selective in addressing cancer cells. So when you use, as we all know that cancer loves sugar. If you want to starve cancer from sugar, you make cancer very unhappy, very unhappy. So using insulin in lower doses to decrease your blood sugar level to a level that makes it uncomfortable for cancer cells to be happy is the objective of that. As soon as you follow that with higher doses of sugar, along with some chemo, you are able to modify the dose of chemo to even one-tenth to one over um, 20, the dose of the chemo that you're using. So you're using a relatively lower dose, significantly lower dose, but you're able to target cancer cells. So you use insulin 
as a biological modifier so that you are causing um, the chemotherapy that you're using because you're using chemotherapy when you use insulin potentiation therapy. So you're using a lower dose of chemotherapy and you know that you're trying to address only the cancer cells. So it's more of a selective way to get the cancer cells who are stressed and distressed to open up as soon as sugar comes in and they open the gate, not only for the sugar, but also for the chemo. So lower doses of chemo are used. And is, oh, normal yeah. cells are not used to lower doses, are not threatened by lower doses of, uh, by, by lower levels of sugar. Normal cells are not threatened by that. However, cancer cells cannot survive that. What you is, know, all, oh, okay. so what is the RGCC, the Greek test, chemosensitive sensitivity testing? Well, we are so blessed because the RGCC is a company um, uh, in, in Greece that works, uh, used research to understand the genetic of cancer cells. So they are using that, they do, and, and they analyze the cancer cells and they look for something called circulating tumor cells, which is CTC. And when you have a cancer, even if it's localized in small parts of the body, you may have circulating tumor cells that are now making cancer cells cancer systemic in your entire body. So finding the circulating tumor cells make it easier for doctors to know if the cancer is already disseminated or not. That's one thing they do. Second, they analyze the genetic makeup of those cancer cells, the circulating cancer cells, and they are able to see what genes are turned on and what genes are turned off. So there is genes that when turned on are, make the cancer extremely aggressive. Or there is genes like P53, which is a good um, cancer preventive gene. If those are upregulated, it shows us there is chances that that cancer is not as highly aggressive as others. So by understanding the genetic makeup of those cancer cells that are circulating cancer cells, it helps us to target better treatments. They also use the cancer cells that are in the bloodstream to define what chemotherapeutic agent could be effective in that cancer. We call that chemosensitivity testing. So they use every single cancer drug there is, and they use it in a culture media and see if it inhibits the growth of those cancer cells or not. It also uses these cancer cells in cancer media for, to help them grow. However, when they add ascorbic acid or natural agents, they see which one of the natural agents inhibits the growth of the cancer cells. So by having all that information from the genetic information to the chemosensitivity information to the sensitivity of the cancer cells to certain natural products, we can create a unique, as you know, what we do is precise medicine. We create unique programs that are tailored per person. So when we create the protocol 
for that particular patient, we put, get into the account all these factors. So that's what RGCC does, and that's why we endorse it and we like it. Yes, and they've been around for at least two or three decades, lots of research. And again, most of what I do, I want everyone to know, may or may not be approved by the FDA. So I want you to know, if you don't, I want you to do your own, own research. I want you to study what you want. I want you to really be your own advocate. Don't trust anyone, including me, even though I know I'm giving you every bit of everything I know. Don't trust me. Trust your research. Do your homework. That's your health and your health is wealth. Okay? All right. Fantastic. The next question is, how does high-dose IV vitamin C work in cancer treatment? As I said to you, in most people's mind, vitamin C is an antioxidant. That is correct in a way. That's half the story. In lower doses, in doses less than five grams, uh, five grams or less, yes, vitamin C is an antioxidant. In higher doses, five above five grams, is, uh, vitamin C is, um, is a pro-oxidant. It works as an oxidative drug. It works by releasing hydrogen peroxide. It works in the same manner as cancer uh, chemotherapy may work. So it's an oxidative thing that help destroy cancer cells. Now, it, it, in lower doses, like if I want to give somebody 10 grams of vitamin C, I cannot because above five grams, the side of orally, above five grams of vitamin C orally, you'll have experienced a lot of side effects. Some of the side effects is diarrhea, abdominal pain, not feeling good, acidity of your stomach. So truly, when you are taking vitamin C, higher doses, please make sure it's infusion. IVC, high IVC, we call it sometimes high IVC, has to be an infusion. And it, I would prefer ascorbate. I would prefer to be in a place who is trained. There is a lot of places all over the map that are that saying they do vitamin C IV. Trust me, they may not even understand that vitamin C IV, if it's not done in the right solution, can be extremely detrimental. Wow, what great information. All right, next one. What is the scientific evidence for the use of high-dose IV vitamin C in cancer treatment? As I said before, there is some research that is endorsing the use of high-dose vitamin C in cancer treatment. The point is we don't have enough scientific um, research because doctors who do what I do, integrative doctors, do not feel comfortable to do double-blind um, studies. Why? Because if we know this is effective and we do something else, we would feel uncomfortable. In our mind, we think it works because we've seen evidence of that. So we don't want to randomize patients and tell them, you're, you're going to get vitamin C or versus no vitamin C. However, I believe in order for us to beat this 
controversy. We need more studies. We need more research to prove that. And it's hard, as hard as it can be, to randomize patients to the effective treatment versus the non-effective treatment. I think that's the only way, unfortunately, we can have our presence in literature. A lot of the science is done on animal studies, and those are effective. But honestly, it's not been done enough in a randomized way that becomes accepted by the FDA at this point. And again, hate to say, even though ascorbic vitamins, uh, ascorbic acid and a high dose vitamin C IV are relatively expensive, they're very inexpensive compared to hydro to some chemos. Okay, uh, absolutely. All right. So nobody's uh, going to sponsor those studies. Uh, very, very great information. Uh, what types of cancer may benefit high dose IV vitamin C treatment? Again, if you understand that cancer cells are, are cells that are behaving in an abnormal manner. It doesn't matter if the ovarian cancer or, or blood cancer, leukemias, or cancer of the breast. Cancer cells behave, have a hallmark. And this is it's like a prodigal cells, the, the prodigal son. So these cells do not are not controlled. So the use of, of the principle of using high-dose vitamin C applies to the principle of, um, of the cancer cell methodology. The cancer cells grow without control and, and vitamin C in high doses produces hydrogen peroxide. It works as a chemo agent because it's a pro-oxidant. It's an oxidative therapy. It's such not cool stuff. I never, such cool stuff I've never heard of before. And, and thank you again for bringing this awareness. That's why you're aware med, right? That because you're That's giving us a, all right. What are the potential side effects and risks associated with high dose IV vitamin C treatment? Again, one that is very important. In order for you to take high dose vitamin C, you want to make sure that you're not deficient in an enzyme called G6PD. A lot of people who are born from Mediterranean background, like me, a lot of people who are African-American, people from Hispanic background, like Mexico and, and South America, they are prone to have a deficiency, a genetic deficiency of a particular enzyme called G6PD. If the doctor you work with does not evaluate that sometimes before the evaluate before the exam before they administer high doses of vitamin c you may end up with anemia massive anemia is that it's a sort of hemolytic anemia in egypt we used to call it favism because fava beans can cause the same kind of anemia because of g6pd deficiency so that is one of the side effects Second side effects, vitamin C, in, if it's ascorbic acid, it really is an acid, okay? That's why ascorbate is better. Ascorbic acid is very acidic and it can cause diarrhea and headaches and so forth. Third or fourth, actually, if you are in the wrong place, well, people who do not understand what we call osmolarity and they give vitamin C, High dose is hyperosmolar. 
when your osmolarity is very high, you can dehydrate the brain and you can dehydrate central nervous system that you can create seizures. So please go treat in the right place where there's qualified people who understand how to mix. Third or fourth or fifth is really, if you're in a place that is not hygienic, in our office, we use a, a hood, a negative pressure hood when we mix. So any infection can cause septicemia and bacteremia, and then it could be a killer. So be mindful where you're getting your IVC, be mindful who to trust, and do the best you can to feel great and look great. It's your health. It's, it's your health is your only wealth. And tell me, let me tell you, you are responsible for your health. Do your homework. You got to do your homework. That's such a great point, uh, especially when you're looking at this treatment. And I think it's it's really an interesting situation. It'll give uh, even more hope for a cancer patient if they go and do both. Because the thing is, uh, Dr. Akori, they know that they're being treated in health, mind, and body, and spirit through this treatment process, which is so, so important. So can high dose IV vitamin C be used in combination with other cancer treatments such as chemotherapy or radiation therapy? Absolutely. Again, if you think that vitamin C is antioxidant, no, you cannot use it with chemo because chemo is, is oxidative treatment. So if you're using antioxidative treatment, you're negating the work of chemo. But in high doses of vitamin C, vitamin C is an oxidative treatment. So it potentiates the work of the chemo. So it makes chemo cell, cancer cells more sensitized to a chemo because it's a pro-oxidant. It causes oxidation. It does not, it's not an antioxidant. It does not negate the work of chemo. Most people think the opposite. All right, next question. Uh, going into this, we've been talking about how is high dosage and frequency of high dose IV vitamin C treatment determined? Well, you know, again, you remember we I told you we we're working with RGCC, chemosensitivity testing that not only um, test for chemos, but also test for natural substances that have an inhibition e effect on cancer cells, inhibitory effect. So if we see that vitamin C, for example, is 45% effective in reducing cancer cells, or it causes 45% reduction, it's very different than if we see that 75% of cancer cells respond to, to uh, uh, vitamin C. So it depends on the percentage of response, we determine the amount and the frequency of things that we're doing with that. And also we see response. If we have a patient that we're doing high dose vitamin C to, and it's not getting better by, by testing, whether cancer 
uh, tumor markers or with CAT scans or PET scans or ultrasound, then there is no use for it. So everything is determined by the RGCC testing and by patient response and by diagnostic workup. Uh, great information so far. All right, is high dose IV vitamin C treatment covered by insurance and what is the cost of the treatment? Unfortunately, it is not covered by the insurance. However, when patients come to our office, we are giving them all the CPT codes and ICD-10 codes that would help them to get as much reimbursement as possible. We personally do not take insurance, but we pass on all the information we can so they can get as reimbursement as they can. I also I, I recommend to each and everyone around to please make sure you take advantage of the right to try law. Please find out, fight for the right to try law. It's your right, fight, fight for it. All right, that's very, very important for sure because if you don't do that, uh, the, the, you, you don't fight, you're not gonna get the opportunity and the things that you want. Uh, what should patients expect during high dose IV vitamin C treatment and how long does it typ typically take? It depends on the dose you're using. Um, it can range between three to five hours of, of given the C. You can experience headache if you are, it's hyperosmolar because as I said before, if the solution is very high concentrated, that means hyperosmolar, you can experience headache. You can experience nervousness because you can't put your risk for seizures as you remember can give you diarrhea, it can give you stomach discomfort. Now, is that gonna happen if, if you are monitoring the, 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 the dose that is given per minute? If you are titrating this to make sure the patient is good, if the IV is started and you stay by the patient's side until they tell you I'm tolerating, and if every 15 minutes you send somebody over you got to be in a center where people truly care about you. Your health is your wealth. Trust me. Oh, you bet. I love that. That's so, so, so true. What qualifications and credentials should healthcare providers have to administer high dose IV vitamin C treatment? I, you need to be a medical doctor. Nurses can, can do the service under a doctor prescription. There is places that are hiring doctors who co-sign orders and have never been there. They never check the calculation. They never make sure that the IVs are there in a sterile environment. They only co-sign. Trust me, these places, they may be less expensive, but it's not a place where I would go. Make sure you have a doctor who is monitoring everything, who's making sure that everything is measured properly, who is sometimes difficult with making sure that everything is correct and precise because your health is very important. So number one, they need to, you have to have a medical doctor who is responsible. There is a lot of places where the doctor is there only three times a year. Oh, they, goodness gracious, that's not enough. Yeah. yeah, because some places hire a doctor 
to sign the chart. That's all what the doctor did. You cannot pay me enough to do that. You will not pay me enough to do that. If no. I don't train people to do it, I will not allow them to do it. Okay. Under my, they can do it under somebody else's name. But if it's my responsibility, I make sure it's done correctly. And next time, I'll walk you through how we do it in my office because I wow. am extremely precise. So, and that's so important. How can patients find qualified healthcare providers who offer high dose IV vitamin C treatment for cancer? Number one, talk to other doc patients who've been treated by them. There is a lot of doc patients who would be very happy to volunteer information to help. Talk to the medical community of, of Western medicine, traditionally trained conventional doctors. They will tell you who they trust. Come and visit more than one facility. You want to make sure that you know what you're doing. Check the lab. Check, ask the credentials of people who are doing it. Ask your health people. You just go to a bar, IV bar, and say, hey, here's my life. Just go ahead and start my IV. Really? That's not what I do. And I hope that's not what you do. You, your passion is, is, is really... Uh... I'm I'm feeling it today. Best place, best place people can go right now to talk to you is where. Well, honestly, I would be delighted. DM me on Instagram. Call my office of AwareMed. I will give you my cell number. Text me. I do not answer phone calls. I don't have time. My phone number is 843-957-1196. 843-957-1196. My clinic website is awaremed.com. Um, you know, I am on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Do not hesitate to DM me. I am on TikTok. I am everywhere. I have an urgent message and I'm not quitting until I'm gone. And that's why this was another great episode of I Am Health is Wealth with Dr. Corey. Dr. Corey, thank you again. See you later.